Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Hey, it's Mark Kidman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this episode of Sound Up, legendary Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell joins us to discuss Vagabonds, Virgins, and Misfits, the upcoming new album from his band, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Also joining us is Eels frontman Mark Oliver Everett. We'll be talking about their new album, Eels Time. Plus, we've got our new music picks of the week. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to CarPro USA, where you get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry has over 35 years of experience in the auto industry and won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, a Radio Hall of Famer, famous for back in his disc jockey days when a caller said, Ain't No Sunshine was his favorite song. And Kevin said, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And here they are now on CarPro USA. Good day to you. This is Jerry Reynolds. I am your CarPro, and I am your help if you're thinking about making a trade. Let's talk about it. 800-926-7777. 800-926-7777. And let's figure out what's the best thing for you to do. How to buy it, where to buy it, what to buy I'll help you with all those things, and I'll try to make sure that you don't make a mistake. And uh, boy, I tell you, I'm kind of harping on this today because I've had so many people contact me over the past, oh, it seems to have run rampant the last 90 days or so, saying, I just bought this car, and I found out this, and I don't like it, and uh, whoa, I mean, now now what do you want to do? It's going to cost you a lot of money to get out of that mistake. So either you got to learn to fall in love with it or let's prevent it. That's the best thing to do is not let you get in that trap. Uh, you know, taking a good 30-minute test drive is huge. You find out so much about a car. And I know people, you know, you want to shorten the time that, that you're in a dealership. Dealership sometimes will rush you back after you've driven a car around the block your money stop the sale unless you are a hundred percent sure i've got an article on my faq page at carprousa.com about taking the proper test drive and it involves all kinds of different things of uh, parking the car driving it on the freeway driving it on a rough road running it over a railroad track you never know what is going to change your mind as far as is this the right car for me and once you once you buy a car and you drive it off the lot, it's your car. Some people think you still still to this day. Some people think you've got three days to to make up your mind, and that's just not true. Uh, it, all sales are final with cars. When you drive over the gate, it is your baby. So think if you, if you think of it that way. Hey, I'm going to own this car. It's going to be mine. There's nothing I can do when I leave here today. That will make you take a better test drive. It'll make you ask more questions. 
It'll make you look to see if there's blind spots that are going to bother you, if the seats are comfortable, if your back hurts, if you like the way it handles, if, if it accelerates well getting on the highway, if it's quiet inside, if you like the stereo. The list goes on and on and on. You can't find out all those things in five minutes. Trust me. My trusty sidekick, speaking of trusty, Kevin McCarthy is with me for this hour again. Hello, sir. Listening to you talk about that, when you were first talking about having a remarkable number of people in the last couple of months say, I bought this and I'm not happy with it. What can I do now? I was going to ask you if there was a commonality, a theme that ran through the things that people didn't like, but then you just listed eight or 10 different things that people. Oh, and there's a lot more. (laughs) So I'm guessing there's no one outstanding theme of not really that- you know i think it's that the car business has been so good for the last five years that people rush you i think the dealers uh want to make that sale and get on to the next one and that's why it's so important to go through our website and deal with the person at our website that's inside the dealership that knows how i expect our listeners to be treated uh, you, i hear i hear stories about experiences in dealerships and I will always ask the question first, did you go through our website? And even if they're one of our dealers and they had a bad experience and didn't go through the website, they just showed up, they didn't get their VIP certificate, they didn't email our one contact inside the dealership, you know, I just say, I can't help you. I, I, I can't. I can't change the entire auto industry. I do the best that I can. And I'll be honest, how somebody's treated that is that doesn't use our process is a very low priority for me. Now, if you go through the process and you have a problem, that's number one. That's my number one priority. Get that problem straightened out. That causes oh. sirens and red lights to go off in well, your office. Yeah, because it so seldom happens that when it does, it's a big deal. And I don't automatically assume that the dealer's at fault. I want to look at the whole I want to look at the communication between the dealer and our listener and see what went on. Uh, I have people who get mad at some of our dealers because they have bad credit and the dealership couldn't get them approved. Well, guess what? That's not the dealership's fault. They come in to work every day to sell cars. They wanted that loan to go through worse than you did. Trust me. And it just, it's just, you know, it's just, it's one of those things We've got this system down. The process has worked for 18 and a half years. Use it. If you use it, you will like it. Let's go to Harry in Orange County. Harry, welcome. What can I do for you? Yes, Jerry. I have a 2015 uh, Q5 TDI. It's uh, 100,000 miles. I'm considering buying it from a girlfriend. Yeah. And how is that diesel engine going? Fantastic. I mean, has it? Has it had the emissions fix done? Yes, finally, uh, after about six, seven times bringing it in, they finally fixed it until the next time the light goes on. So I'm just dealing with it time after time. But I've been driving this car from day one, and uh, I'm very familiar now. She wants to sell it. So I'm going to buy it for, uh, for about $12,000. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm more concerned about the engine. How's that? It's been great. The TDI is, I mean, it's just a, it's a phenomenal engine. There was never a problem with it, except that Volkswagen got greedy and cheated and got caught. 
And so far to date, it's cost them roughly $35 billion to learn learn a hard lesson. But the quality of the engine, it is, it is just not uncommon for a TDI to make 300,000 miles with no problems at all. Wow, excellent. Another question real quick. Uh, uh, 1997 Mitsubishi GST convertible, just blowing the half gasket on it. It's got a rebuilt engine with 50,000 miles on it. I don't know what to do. It's in excellent shape, the body, everything else. You know, I, 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 there's some do-it-yourselfers out there that will buy that car. That's a good Craigslist car. As long as you're as long as you're careful, you have to be because there's a lot of scams. Make sure that the money. I've got an article at my FAQ page on how to sell a car on Craigslist. Uh, that would be a big big issue. Be, be a big help to you. But I I wouldn't put any money into it, Harry, because of the age and the miles. But I think you could sell it and get top dollar for it from somebody out there that knows how to fix it. Gazillion people, especially in SoCal, where. They can work on the car themselves. They buy one car. They fix it up. They do what's needed to be done, and then they resell it. And, you know, they they deal with one or two cars a month. This is a great car for that. And they search these cars out. So if you put a decent ad on Craigslist, I think it'll go fast. Be sure and add or best offer when you price it. You can spend days looking for the right car or just minutes talking to the car pro at 1-800-926-7777. In this week's CarPro Newsletter, Jerry had a report from U.S. News and World Report, their list of the best cars for the money, mainstream vehicles, uh, for 2020. And only one American brand car made it onto the list. You want to guess? The Chevy Impala, which I believe my partner has talked about several times oh, yeah. as a bargain for a large car it's way too cheap for what you get especially when you're buying a used one uh in a great car i mean it's just a solid car hadn't changed much over the years and typically when a car doesn't change much all the bugs are worked out of it not just most of them so it's a good choice let's go to torrance california and talk to jim Please. jim welcome how can i help you hey jerry thanks a lot I really like my 2009 HHR, yeah. and it got wrecked in an accident, and I was wondering if Chevy was bringing back the HHR at any time in the future. I don't see it happening, Jim, uh, and I liked them, too. I thought they were just as cute as they could be. Uh, they drove good. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people that didn't want a big SUV, because the SUV craze by the time that, that came out, uh, wasn't really all that big a deal, it, but a lot of people just love the way they look. They love the way they drove, but sales on them were not good. Uh, they made a little bit of a splash the first year. It was kind of like the PT cruiser. You remember it? It came out and for, for about a year, they were selling all they could build. And then all of a sudden everybody that wanted one had already had one and sales just fell off. I don't see chevy bringing it back if they were it wouldn't be anything like what you've got now so i think your best bet is try to find a low mileage used one yeah i uh i like it for the length of the leg room and stuff in the back of it yeah 
So yours, your storage, yours got totaled. Yep, it's gone. Did they? Have you already settled with the insurance company? Yep. Okay. Then I would, you know, you could search at the front page of our website, carprousa.com. I don't know that anybody will have something, um, you know, that old. Most of what you find there is going to be later model cars, but you never know. Um, And if you can find one, it'll probably be a very, very good buy. Uh, Because cars that don't sell good new typically don't hold their value real well. And so that's that's really what you kind of want to buy when you're looking for a used one. And I promise you somewhere there will be one out there. I wouldn't be afraid of shipping one across the country if you found the one that you wanted. And at my FAQ page, I've got an article on how to buy a car across country that gives you a lot of good tips. So use that and take a look. And, and if, if there's nothing at our website, I'd go to autotrader.com. They've probably got the most listings out there. And, and you know, you, I suspect something will show up. If you can get one with under 100,000 miles, I think it'd be a good car for you for a long time. And to San Antonio we go, and we talk to Al. Al, welcome. Hi, Jerry. Hi, buddy. Jerry, I have a uh, 2013 uh, Silverado LS. Uh-huh. It has, le- has less than 25,000 miles. Goodness. Has excellent maintenance, so I'm just trying to find out what, what it's worth. Al, I just don't keep up with used car values. There's too many of them out there for me to try to keep up with it. Are you replacing? Are you going to replace it, or are you just getting rid of no, it? No, I'm just getting rid of it. Okay. Rare Bird there with 25,000 miles. So what I would do, and they're not a sponsor. They don't pay me a penny. But there's a place that I've been recommending to our listeners for a while now, and, and without fail, it's worked out great every time. It's called RetailMyRide.com. What happens is they take it on consignment, they market it, and they get you top dollar for it. And then they take a little cut off the top. I've had listeners who have have realized from what they could go out and take that truck, say, to CarMax or Carvana or one of those places that will buy your car. Uh, I've seen I've seen listeners pocket over $3,000 by letting Retail My Ride sell that for them and you've got no hassles i mean you don't have to worry about a thing uh people not coming to your house not running ads in the wrong places these guys are marketers and they know where to put that truck to make it bring top dollar a lot of the vehicles on their lot uh al sell way across the country because of the way they market so you know typically if we're doing if you and i are doing it we're gonna want to you know put it in places around san antonio they don't, they don't think that way. They look at the big picture. And so I would do that, retailmyride.com. Talk to them. They're very good. They're very trustworthy. Uh, and see what they think it'll bring. And then you can make a decision from there. If you want to go to CarMax or you want to go to a Carvana to get their free offer on it, just for comparison purposes, that's not a bad idea. Okay, so your automotive needs are very specific. So call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777. And we're off to Divine, Texas in the San Antonio area. Gary, how can I help you? 
Well, sir, my wife and I are fixing to retire here pretty quick, and we've driven Suburbans or Yukons for several years, but we want to downsize to a smaller SUV, and we've heard good things about the Buick Enclave SS. Yep. I want to see what your opinion was of that. I've been the biggest Enclave fan since the day that, that they first came out, and the year was 2008, and I reviewed it, and it was it was the first that I remember – what I would call mid-sized SUV, but was uh, had a luxury interior and would comfortably comfortably seat seven people, and and it kicked off a whole craze that vehicle did. What I loved about the Enclave, and because I've driven, oh gosh, I've driven a hundred since then that have tried to copy the Enclave, but what I loved about it was Buick put a lot of extra in, insulation in it to keep it really quiet inside it's got thicker glass than most uh, suvs in that in that size and price range to keep the noise out there's a marked difference when you drive an enclave versus some of the other ones that are along the same lines uh quality over the years has been really good values uh, proposition has been good they've kept the incentives fairly aggressive because uh, it's got two sisters you know the Chevy Traverse and the GMC Acadia, but the Enclave is the luxury version of those three. And boy, I tell you what, it is. It, I've recommended it to hundreds of listeners, and I've never had a complaint. Okay, good. That's what my wife and I look for: uh, comfort and quiet. You know, we we drove our daughter's Traverse. It was nice, but I heard this other was more quiet. It, 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 it is. You'll notice. You'll notice the difference. Okay, you got a uh, dealer around close? Boy, I don't. I, I looked a second ago because I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Uh, got a couple of great ones in Houston. Got great one in the Austin area. Uh, great ones, several in the Dallas area, but nothing right directly around you. Austin's going to be the closest. Uh, so go to our website, carprousa.com, and look under certified dealers. Just click on Austin instead of San Antonio in this case. You'll be dealing with covert to really good people. The Car Pro knows all and shares all. Call Jerry Reynolds now at Car Pro USA, 1 800 926 7777. Got your V. This segment of CarPro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Spend some time at their website. You'll have a good time. You've got a lot of good stuff and a lot of good information, too. O'ReillyAuto.com. Jerry's been driving two different vehicles this week, the venerable Toyota Land Cruiser and the new Titan from Nissan. Yes. Question, what do you got next week? Don't know. Don't yet. know yet? Nope. I'll find out sometime tonight. Uh, maybe first thing in the morning. See what my choices are, and we'll go from there. Well, cool. Well, let me know on Monday. Oh, I will. Be sure your cell phone's on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be burning it up. Might send a telegram, carrier pigeon, Facebook, private message. Oh, one yeah. of those things. We do have a lot of fun on our Facebook page. If you haven't been there... You should, especially on Saturday, because that's when we play our classic car of the week contest, and somebody gets to win a magnificent 
magnificent auto heat shield. Uh, I don't own a car that we don't have one for. It is a great product. And uh, boy, I tell you what, whether it's summer or winter, it can be helpful. Autoheatshield.com is that website. If you want to take a look, Facebook page from the top of our website, carprousa.com. And we'd love to have you give us a like and play along with us during the week. We put a lot of content up there during the week. Let's talk to Costa in Houston. Costa, welcome. Hey, Jer, how you doing? Good, brother. I have a 2000 LS430. Nothing wrong with it, except it doesn't have, for a 1941 baby, it doesn't have the blind spot. It doesn't have the sensors in front and the back and the other uh, safety features. Yeah, sure. Map around the side. And I want to go ahead and move into uh, uh, one of those cars, probably an 18 or 19 or maybe a 20. And I'd like to get into maybe less than $25,000. I have looked at a Ford uh, Edge. I've looked at a Volkswagen. It begins with a T. And I've looked at uh, the Outback. So you're wanting to make that transition to an SUV from your LS. Correct. But I don't want a big SUV. All I do is drive around town. Once a once a month, I go on a trip for about seven hours one way. But I want to have quiet and I want to have comfort if I can get it for those bucks. Yeah, and that's going to be – getting the safety features is going to be the easy part of it, Costa. They're, every car today is – I mean, some are better than others, but most of them do have blind spot monitoring and automatic emergency braking, although you got to be careful with that. Uh, some of them only have automatic collision warning – which tells you to put your foot on the brake. Other cars have uh, systems that will that will actually do it for you. Um, what I would rather see you do than than to to try to find something new that's going to make you happy at twenty five thousand is look for something a year old and factory certified. Um, and, and for me, the Subaru Outback and Subaru Forester. Either one of those, whichever one you like, they're they're virtually the same. They've got the same uh, engine transmission, drivetrain, all-wheel drive system. But the big thing they've got is the EyeSight system. And if you've listened to this show at all, you've heard me talk about EyeSight and what a great safety system it really, truly is. And you could pick up a 2018 with low miles, factory certified with warranty all the way to 100,000 miles for the 25. If you go with a new one, you're probably going to spend closer to 35. All right. Are we making any sense here? Absolutely. So okay. You would you would you would go with the the Subaru instead of the Ford? I, I would. I really truly would. Okay. If you could get a new Edge with the stuff you're looking for for twenty five grand, that's one thing. But you can't. Um, you know, a new Edge loaded like you want, brand new, is going to be somewhere around the forty thousand dollar mark. Even used, uh-huh. a couple of years old. It's going to be upper 20s, low 30s, depending on mileage and equipment. Uh, so, and, and frankly, from just a safety standpoint, and I kind of keyed in on that when you said it, from a safety standpoint, it, 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 without spending a hundred grand, you can't beat that Subaru system. 
Well, my problem with the Subaru is the perception that's been sold to me anyway and others that that's for, you know, snow and it's for uh, mountains. But I drove it. I thought it and we're flat here and we're flat where I go in Biloxi, Mississippi. Yeah. And and th- there was a time a when it drives, it, it the, drives well in oh, on the low climbing. Absolutely. I mean, it's flat. it's okay. it's an all wheel drive system that won't kick in unless you need it, which means most of the time you ain't going to need it. And that's fine. It it but the all wheel drive enhances the overall drive and handling characteristics of that vehicle. It does, and that's why I, I say it constantly. I'll never have another vehicle that's not all wheel drive. Period. Case closed. Quality. I put it up against a Honda or Toyota. I got two good Gilman places there too that will take good care of you, Costa. I think that's the best way to go, based on your. Number one priority being safety and technology, and number two, the $25,000 budget. You're not going to find anything new that you're going to like, uh, and certainly the Subaru will do the job for you. I promise you that. Let's go to Donald in Hamilton, Texas. Hello, Donald. Donald's not Donald's gone? I'm sorry, it's five. My, my fault. Donald in Hamilton, welcome. Donald, are you there? Why are we having so much trouble with Donald? <laughs> Doc! Can you hear me? I'm answering you. Yes, sir. I'm on my radio. Now I can. What okay, could I... maybe, my speaker, maybe my speaker phone was messing up. Well, that could be. What could I do for you, sir? Uh, all right. Uh, I heard you talking to a lady dealing with her lease. You were saying about, uh, I don't know, it was later a man, but you were referring to the fact of might have some equity, equity built up. Yep. Well, I stepped out and released my first car. It'll be a year in March. So I'm trying to see what does it take to uh, build up this equity? How is that done? Well, it's it's more market-driven than anything. When you buy, when you lease a car, there's a residual value at the end. You get the first right. choice to buy it for that. If you don't want to buy it, right. the dealership that you're trading it into or turning it, turning it into, they get the second choice. If neither of you want it, it goes back to the factory and they auction it. If the if there is if the value of the vehicle is more than the residual value at the end, that is equity, and that's your money to okay. do with as you wish. Who, who, who determines the value? Well, I the best way to do it is to to find out what that value is by going to some of these places that buy your car. So we want an unbiased opinion, but we don't want to go to yeah, Kelly Blue right. Book. Because Kelly Blue Book don't buy cars, right? They don't write checks. Right. And, and then the and the one you mentioned to a guy, I wrote that down a while ago that you can sell my car. Yep. Dot com or something other. They will write. They will write a check. So if they're if the check that they're willing to write you is more than the residual value on your contract, that's your money. If it's the other way and the car's not worth what the residual value is, then you can just walk away. And that is the beauty part of leasing, my friend. So it can be done. I've seen people with as much as nine or ten thousand dollars worth of equity. It just all comes down to one thing. What's the market? How is your particular car performing as far as resale value? And that's why you gotta find out. CarMax or Carvana. The Michael Jordan of car advice is the car pro. Jerry Reynolds. Call CarPro USA now at 
It's 11 minutes before the hour. Kevin McCarthy riding along with you and Jerry Reynolds. Happy to be here. And who's up next? That would be Wally in San Antonio. Wally, welcome. What can I do for you? Hey guys, um, I'm uh, I have a 2009 uh, DTS Cadillac, and I'm ready for uh, getting a used one, a 19. Possibly, I'm looking at one that has uh, about 18,000 miles, about 28,000. But I'm also I rented when I travel, I rent a car, and I rented a Kia Optima, uh, and uh, I'm looking at an Optima EX. Uh, for about the same price at twenty though, not at nineteen. I just thought I was just wondering, well, it's a Kia, man. But I guess it's come a long way. I don't know what do you think about the Kia Optima EX. Um, did you say, uh, Wally? Did you say you had a DTS? Right, a nineteen, uh, oh nine. I'm sorry, oh nine. An oh nine. That is a huge car. Yeah, it's it's it's. You know, I mean, uh, I've never gotten better than 20 miles a gallon. I mean, I'm used to it, but, you know, my wife has a Toyota. You know, we fill that up once a week, if that much. But um, so I was wanting to get a better gas mileage. And even the 2019 Cadillac XTS, I mean, it's still 19 to 28. I probably won't get more than 20 or 21 in the city. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, I'm just thinking going from a car like the DTS yeah. that you seem to like to a Kia Optima, yeah. although it is a great car. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, yeah. that's going to be that's going to be a culture shock to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove I drove uh, here an hour ago. That uh, Kia Optima EX, it's a premium uh, edition. It was quiet. It drove real well. I mean, uh, had a lot of the features, lane assist and turbo sport. And uh, it, it, I, I don't know. I mean, I just thought, let me get your opinion on the car itself. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling with the, yeah. From a Cadillac. Well, yeah, you're going to struggle with that. You're going to struggle worse if you if you get a car like the Optima. And again, it's a great car, but it's just a whole different world. What kind of budget are you trying to stay within? A thirty. I figured thirty. Uh, I, I didn't want to. I wanted to get a used uh, 2019 uh, XTS, uh, not a new one. So you know, I mean, I I. Uh, saw it uh, at a uh, Hertz uh, auto sales. Right. So, I mean, it, I see that, I saw the same car at Ken Bachelor here in San Antonio, and their price was 6000 over, and they said they got it from a rental car agency. So I said, well, why not go directly to the rental car agency? Well, there's... Be, the the one at Ken Bachelor, and that's one of our dealers, is going to be factory certified with a lot of warranty left in it. The one you're looking at at Hertz is going to be sold as is with nothing, and you you're not going to know the history of the car. I mean, I agree, six thousand is a big spread, but uh, I would tell you that I would think that you know a certified Cadillac from a dealership like Ken Bachelor, which is a Sewell dealership, I would say to you it's worth more money than the one at Hertz, strictly because they've checked it out. And Hertz probably didn't. 
Uh, and when when you see a car at a dealership and, and they say it was a rental, a lot of times the history report will show that it was actually a individual lease because they classify those together as lease and rental or lease or rental. So that's just a couple of things. Uh, I think you're better off with a Cadillac, even if you went to a CTS instead of the XTS. It's a little smaller, but it still feels like a Cadillac, still runs and drives. The other one I'd throw out there at you to look at used, maybe a 2018 with 30,000 miles or so, the Hyundai Genesis G80. Car Pro USA is where you find out whether to keep your car or just give it a cigarette and a blindfold and be done with it. 1 800 926 7777. Once in a while, we play a game that I call, What Did We Learn This Hour? And so we're going to do that, and I do it primarily because a lot of people join us for the first time every week, and they don't know what kind of questions we take and what kind of answers we provide. So we kick this hour off with Harry from Orange County. He was looking at a 2015 Audi Q5 diesel with 100,000 miles. He wanted to know how long that engine typically goes and if it's been a good one. And I explained to him, yes. The TDI typically will go 300,000 miles. I just wanted to make sure that he had the emissions fix done, which is free if you happen to have a TDI. Jim and Torrance then wanted to know if the Chevy HHR is coming back. He had one. It was totaled, and the answer was no. I don't see it coming back. And if it does, it won't be in the form that it is now. Al in San Antonio had a 2013 Silverado LS pickup with just 25,000 miles he wanted to sell. He wasn't replacing it. I sent him to RetailMyRide.com. He'll put it on consignment there, and he'll get top dollar. Gary in Divine, Texas, near San Antonio. Check, checking on the Buick Enclave. Is that a good vehicle? Good SUV? Absolutely it is. I assured him it was a great one, and one of the things that I loved about it was the luxury interior and the quietness. Costa in Houston. He was concerned about uh, getting an SUV. He wanted lots of safety technology, but he was on a budget of $25,000. So we settled on a Subaru Outbacker Forester, certified with low miles, and I think he's going to be really pleased with that. Donald in Hamilton, Texas, wanted to know how you get equity in leasing, and I explained it to him, but really the simplest thing to do is go to carprousa.com under the FAQ. I've got a leasing section there, and there's an article called End of Lease Options. And I'll walk you through it. Then finally, Wally from San Antonio called. He's got a big old Cadillac DTS. He was thinking about a a Kia Optima. I tried my best to talk him out of that. I don't think he's going to be happy. We did settle on a Cadillac XTS. It's not hard to get Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, to help you find your next vehicle. All you have to do is call CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com.
Hey, it's Mark Goodman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this live episode of Sound Up, we discuss whether AI should be used to create and perform music. Plus, we've got news on the Jane's Addiction reunion. Ticketmaster gets hacked, the Black Keys adjusting their tour, and comments and conversations with you. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light, the only music podcast that matters. Your source for everything happening in the world of music. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.